is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by a brilliant physician leader. We're joined today by Dr. Susan Bean, and Dr. Bean is the Executive Medical Director at Health First. She's going to talk today about Health First, big priorities, what trends she's watching, a little bit about her career, and a little bit more. Dr. Bean, can you take a moment and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about Health First as well? Sure. So as as you said, I'm Executive Medical Director for Health First. And what that means is I have the privilege of working on medical outcomes for the members and communities that we serve. I'm an internist by training and uh, have been able to bring us a lot of my own uh, experience to the table as as we talk about the issues uh, around health equity. So Health First is actually the largest not-for-profit health insurer in New York State. We have approximately 1.8 million members and we are a unique model. What I mean is that we are actually sponsored by the most of the voluntary hospitals in New York and our region around New York City. So we are about 30 years old. And because of our unique model, we are totally sold out, if you will, to value-based care. And value-based care means that we were able to align with our sponsors and providers to do what is best and right for our members. I should just say that our members are in New York City, Long Island, and the Hudson Valley. Thank you very, very much. And, and do you think about, when you think about it, a million eight members, the largest health plan, not-for-profit health plan in New York, do you ever think of yourselves as the best-kept secret in New York State? Often I do. But I think what's most important is that the people that we serve know who we are and they trust us to uh, improve their health outcomes. A hundred percent. And how did you come to this role of being so involved with this largest not-for-profit payer in the state? How did your career evolve that you ended up driving this effort or try, trying to lead this effort? Well, I've been a medical director in health insurance and managed care for 30 years. I was a practicing internist, and uh, I was extremely interested in health policy, and I have a very close partner, my husband, who is uh, in commercial insurance, and I became interested in how insurance works and to, to use that knowledge for the betterment of uh, people, members, providers, and uh, managed care organizations. And so Health First has been an absolute delight in terms of my own career. I have been here almost 14 years. Thank you very, very much. And, and let me ask you this question, and this will only be aired here, and it will be completely private. When you think about your husband being, and I say this facetiously, of course, being part of a commercial insurance plan, do you ever think of him as, as you on the side of the angels and him on the dark side? Or how do you look at that? How do you talk about that at home? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. I know. I know. Well, you know, he taught me uh, everything I needed to know about insurance. So I have to love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And you'd spent time, of course, back in the day at Anthem and United and so forth That's and correct. so on. So you've had That's a chance to, 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 to really live in this world. As medical director, now, now talk about the stereotypes of medical director of an insurance plan. And this has evolved so much in the last 20, 30 years. It, it, at some point, people thought of the medical director as Dr. No, at some point going back a long time ago. And I know that you would bristle at that and you would disagree with that. But even if that was the perception 20, 30 years ago, 
that perception has seriously evolved over the years, hasn't it? I mean, to, to where now people, the, the, the medical director, I talked to some of those brilliant medical directors, some of those, the best health insurance plans in, in the country, and, and increasingly it's literally trying to figure it out. How do we deliver better value for the dollar that people are paying? Can you talk for a moment? Would you mind? Indulge me on the evolution of the medical director role at managed care plans, even if it's in your own experience, it wasn't like that, the perception of that role from other doctors and so forth. What, what, any thoughts there? Well, I, again, am very lucky that I, I came to this kind of career with my eyes wide open and I understood how health insurance, health, health insurance and health insurance work. You, you may not realize, but it was just within the last 30 years that we changed from actually having a sheet that said an appendectomy is this amount of money and, uh, you know, uh, uh, another kind of ap uh, gallbladder surgery is this kind of money. We were using fee sheets, basically. I think that the evolution has been understanding how critical health is to populations, employers realized it, people realized it. And so the combination of uh, with the government, we began to think about models of, of payment that would achieve the best outcome and a fee schedule based strategy would not do that. I think recently we've had a, a real opportunity to consider the evidence in terms of what medical outcomes could be achieved and apply those to our thinking around how people experience care and how care is paid for. And so that's where we are today. In fact, we've moved away from just the experience of care and the cost of care and the guidelines for care to the quintuple aim, where we now understand that we have to also be concerned about how providers feel about the care that they're rendering and, and the circumstances under which they work. And we also have to be concerned with health equity. And take a moment that the evolution from triple aim to quadruple aim to now quintuple aim and how important it is that the providers take care of as well, because you can't do anything about the providers. Can you talk about that and also the context of you spend a lot of time on health equity and, 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 and how does the health first work into the health equity equation and make sure you're having the impact you want to have? Well, the quintuple aim is, is the foundation for how we are supporting our providers at Health First at this time. We have made a commitment, obviously, to our members. They're our North Star, but our members cannot achieve their best outcomes without a dedicated provider network, and we're very lucky to have that. And so in our model, it becomes important that all of the levers are used to uh, achieve the best outcomes in equity. And we have found that instead of being the health plan that, if you will, fights providers, we're the health plan that believes in providers. And we are extremely uh, dedicated to making sure that they have the data that they need to serve their members, all the tools that are available in the current marketplace, we try to make available to them. And we, are, we aim to be partners and collaborators. And Dr. Bain, as you look at the rest of 2023, what are you most focused on and excited about? I think that we are excited about the whole marketplace beginning to incorporate social determinants into the what has been a clinical model of care. And I think that 
at Health First, we're excited about that because in our advanced model, when we talk about the whole person uh, and addressing their social health needs, it's very difficult, uh, even if we're the most amazing health plan in the world, uh, we, we live in a marketplace. And so to see the whole marketplace move in that way is very exciting to me. Thank you very, very much. And, and what a wonderful career you've had. Any advice you would give to young physicians, emerging physician leaders about thoughts on their own career? Well, I think they're, they're facing a time where we are able to say words like, you know, institutional racism, equity, consider your own biases. We're in a time where self-reflection is critical. I think uh, in years, years before, physicians and other healthcare providers and, and organizations that provided service was able to just say, well, this is how it works and it'll work that way and that will be fine. Now we have to examine everything. I think that for the young trainees that I have met and the younger physician colleagues that I have, this is a time of innovation and excitement. There's an opportunity to really make a difference now that we can rethink some of the choices and priorities that have been institutionalized over the years. Dr. Bean, I want to thank you for joining us today. What a remarkable career and what a great perspective. Thank you so much for joining us on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thank you very, very much. Thank you so much for having me.